Hi everybody, Greg Rust with you for another edition of Catching Up with the Kiwis. In recent episodes here on the Motorsport New Zealand Facebook page and website, we've been heading all over the world to catch up with the likes of Scott McLaughlin and more. Today we're going to focus on Kiwi Shores, the land of the long white cloud, and we're going to take you to the South Island and catch up with a guy who's done some incredible things in the World Rally Championship and has also been pioneering a, a brand new electric phase of rallying, which is really exciting. Hi, uh, Hayden Padden, g'day. Yeah, hey Greg, how's things? It's nice to see you. We, we caught up with each other, of course, at, uh, at Jack's Ridge. Let's begin with that. The Battle of Jack's Ridge was a great concept. Uh, you were clearly the, the favourite. Sadly, the, the day didn't pan out as we thought it might for you. Uh, oh, it was an awesome event and uh, really, really enjoyed it, actually, despite how it ended. Um, from uh, a partner's point of view, you've either got to win it or bin it, so we still we still uh, completed that, if you like. But, uh, no, it's an awesome concept and uh, made for great TV, great spectator viewing, and uh, hopefully it's back on the calendar again next year. Gee, you were busy, not just from a competitor standpoint, but from a, a business-slash-customer standpoint, weren't you? Yeah, it was a busy old weekend. To be fair, uh, the three months prior to that was just a bit of a blur, uh, obviously with what was going on with the EV car and, and the build-up and then, of course, the, the rally weekend. And we had the rally the, uh, the day before and then the team and, and we're all very busy overnight doing the conversion to the car and then running the, running the car. So um, I think we're all quite sleep-deprived come Sunday and then come <laughs> Monday after the event, I think we're all quite keen just to head home and try and recharge the batteries again. That's worth expanding on a little bit because you dominated the City of Auckland rally. A two-part question here. The first, the want from constituents to, to get back to some rallying was huge, wasn't it? Did you enjoy that event? And given the, the time that had elapsed for most people, I mean, the way you performed was was uh, exceptional, mate. Well done. Yeah, obviously rallying's a core and where the heart is at for us. And um, actually, not since I was 15 has it been a year since I've done a rally. So, um, and obviously wow. in the same boat, but, you know, that's, that's going back uh, 18 years since it's been so long between events. So... It was just good to get back in the season, the proper rally environment and, you know, hear the co-driver and the pace notes and all those challenges that we're used to in that part of the sport. So, uh, yeah, that, really loved that and, uh, yeah, sort of, I guess, whet the appetite a little bit to try and get back into it a bit more and hopefully there's a lot more rallies come 2021. Good. We'll talk about that in more detail shortly. Firstly, the layout, though, that the Hawkswood family came up with was for the rally sprint tailor-made for television for fans to come and enjoy it we we hope hayden and i'll get your thoughts on this that it's just the first step in what um what will be a, a really good event yeah i think um it was a huge success really um the obviously the effort the hawkswood family put in to provide the venue and, and, and all the work they'd been doing but also from a rally new zealand point of view with the promotion of the event they put a a lot of effort and a lot of um, work behind the scenes and um for sure, it was not an event that made anyone any money, but it was an event that was driven by passion from the organisers to the host, to whoever was involved. So, um, yeah, for sure, it would be great to see that grow and grow. And um, cool location, cool place. Uh, from a driver's perspective, you probably wouldn't say it's a driver's road, but I think okay. uh, I think it was actually perfect for that type of event um, because it made great TV. You had a few holes that were causing dramas and kicking cars off, and, um, and it made it unpredictable. And that's from an entertainment point of view. And... We're in, the, we're in the business of entertainment. I think it was uh, was spot on. Talk before about the workload for the team in the, the weeks leading up to it, in months really. Uh, but on the night of the transition between City of Auckland Rally to the Battle of Jack's Ridge, how much work did you have to do? Yeah, it was um, more than we predicted, actually. <laughs> it's always the case. So uh, when, when we made the decision that we were going to do that, we thought we might be able to get the job done by midnight. Uh, but throughout the night, there was lots of little niggles and things going wrong. And 
uh, I gave up at one o'clock in the morning. Um, I had been sleeping in the truck outside there and then got the knock on the truck at 4.30, so three and a half hours sleep, and the boys had finished at 4.30. Then I had to get out, go out there and, uh, and then go um, road test it, obviously make sure it was all working okay. So uh, that was happening at five o'clock. Um, so yeah, I guess you could say the car was signed off at five, 5.30. And then um, after that, after driving down the road with 700 horsepower, I wasn't going back to sleep again. So uh, I was, <laughs> was starting to set up the service area and get into it from seven o'clock. Wow, that's massive, absolutely massive. And and to add to that, the um, the the immediate weeks preceding had had a huge amount of media for you with the the launch of this electric phase, which we'll get you to talk about. Even at the event itself, you took Sky host uh, Stephen MacGyver for a run in the car. Tell us about the car. The you know where the idea first emerged from. The world is going um, electric, Hayden, with so many different forms of of motorsport and automotive generally, but to to help you know, you know, shine a light from a rallying perspective on this pathway. When did you first sort of start on this mission? Uh, well, the idea first got pitched to me back in 2017 on a phone call, just as a random idea, which I initially laughed at. Um, you know, I'm a true petrol head and uh, like yep. everyone else involved in the sport, but um, something about the idea really stuck with me. And once I started speaking with potential commercial partners over the course of 12 months and, and really seeing from a commercial point of view how people's ears perked up and all of a sudden it was just a completely different discussion it got me thinking on the commercial side initially in that first 12 months but then through 2018 uh, we could see already then Formula E was developing very very quickly we were starting to see a lot more uh, alternative energy cars come on the car market and it was happening way quicker than anyone expected and I guess we could see the WRC was almost resting a little bit on their laurels and, and they had a great 2017, 2018 with the new generation cars. The sport was at its highest point, but they were sort of sitting there patting themselves from the back and not actually thinking about the next step. And because of that, I think now they've almost starting to lose, lose that opportunity again. But then of course, once things were going a little bit haywire with what was going on for us over in the WRC, just got me thinking, look, I've got so much more to give. Um, I'm not going to go down like that. And, you know, really little foreign side to come back and go, no, no, we need to actually do something now with a Kiwi team, do it our way, um, do it a way that we can control and go back and try and achieve our goals of still winning the World Championship. And then, again, merge and all that together. You look, okay, in five, ten years' time, how that, how's that going to look? And, of course, it, it will, whether we like it or not, involve EV, hybrid, hydrogen, whatever it's going to be. Um, so there was an opportunity there for, for us now to get on that bandwagon early, try and um, create ourselves a, a bit of a, I guess, um, a bit of a, a way that people are going to remember us by and, and, and I guess put our flag in the sand and go, hey, look, we're here, we mean business and um, we're trying to lead the way. So that's that's the process we're going through now and we're one of the first to be doing it in rallying, which is, I think, the most demanding sport to try and make this technology work in. So um, we've got our work cut out yet, but uh, we've certainly uh, we've made a good start to it. That's very exciting. We'll talk more about the car build in a second. I just want to pick up on something you said, Hayden, if I can, please, because this is going on at a at an important point in your career i mean to have a kiwi on the world stage in a factory team driving for hyundai is huge but this change in direction if you like um, happens how difficult was that to to deal with and did you channel some of that energy into this project relatively quickly to keep you you know to keep going yeah it was definitely tough um particularly Mm. because it was so unexpected when it came you know we thought Mm what we did we had a contract we had a deal for 2019 to get back in the car and, and continue what we were doing with Hyundai and for it to be taken out from under our feet the way it was was completely unexpected so yeah it took a little bit to adjust um, initially but then I guess that's what lit the fire even brighter to go well no 
I'm, I'm not going to say no, and I'm not going to go down like that, and mm. we're going to do this on our terms. Um, so yeah, that's what I guess I guess driven me even probably quicker and um, with more motivation behind me to make what, what we're doing here a success. But in saying that, like we still haven't given up on the WRC. You know, we're still getting a lot of phone calls every now and then of um, drive offers and WRC two cars and bits and pieces. And it's quite a complicated situation because obviously we're very loyal and we're very lucky to have the Hyundai New Zealand relationship here, um, which makes it a bit tricky. So there's a real balance in that going on. Uh, lots of things going on in the background still, but obviously obviously focusing, focusing on the things that we can control, which is our team, our project, um, and that's, uh, that's, I think, where the future of where I'm going long-term lies at the moment. So the base is there at Cromwell. It's a great facility that you've got at the Highlands Circuit. How many people are involved and, and how much work, if you can sort of summarise it, has gone into the build on this car? It's remarkable. Yeah, obviously cool place here at Highlands. Uh, we've got the racetrack on our, on our back doorstep and amazing facilities. And uh, But yeah, we're a relatively small team, we're only seven people. Um, and it makes me feel bad that I'm probably one of the oldest in the team. So that gives me a bit of a, an idea of um, what sort of nature our team is. But very clever young guys, very passionate, motivated. Um, when we got when we started this project, you know, I went out and headhunted the right people that I thought were going to help make this a success. And um you know, we basically start with a clean piece of paper. When you do that with an engineer, that's an engineer's dream. You know, there's no such rules or regulations to follow at the moment. So we've just gone out and gone, let's build the best car we can um, and then bring it back from there as, as required. But, you know, 10,000 hours um, from design, starting from scratch, um, all the way through the fabrication to the final to the final product where we are now. And that's obviously only the first phase. Now the next phase of the development is probably going to be equally as busy equally as time and financial uh, uh, commitments. So, um, yeah, it's a big project. Uh, we're all very well aware of that. And we also know that we're, we're putting our head above water somewhat. So we're, mm. we're open to a bit of criticism. That's what you're going to get with this type of technology. But, hey, that's what happens when you want to, I guess, do something a little bit different and um, try and uh, you know, move forward with a little bit of change. You said before you're a petrol head at heart, but has it even surprised you, the potential in this thing? Uh, hugely. Um, I've been learning a lot throughout this process about the, the technology and um, it's all very new to me when we started. But now that I've driven the car, it's uh, immensely impressive. Like um, the performance, like I love cars, I love sound and, and I love all the normal things that we all do. But most of all, I love going fast. And um, this already is going faster than our, than our AP4 rally car. Um, and we haven't even really gone into the development yet. So the way it works, the way you drive the car is all very, very different. Um, and the whole sound element, which is the first thing everyone always says, which is a little bit of an excuse somewhat. If that's, if that's a reason why not to like a car, then I don't think it's enough of a reason. Um, mm. But in saying that, the sound I do appreciate is also very important in motorsports. So that's something that we're working on now to make sure this car is going to be as loud, if not louder, uh, than the cars we've had in the past. 2020, crazy year for everybody. Really pleased to learn in the last uh, 24 to 48 hours before you and I spoke in this in this chat about the fact that there is a plan for you to go across the ditch and do some rallying. I mean, I can recall working in a, a broadcast sense uh, when the great Possum Bourne was doing battle with Neil Bates. I mean, this is going to see you go, I would imagine, head-to-head -head with the likes of Molly Taylor and, and the Bates brothers, Neil Bates' sons over there now, so Harry and Lewis. I mean, that's really exciting. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, just obviously, first and foremost, want to get out there and do as much driving as we can again. So we'll do a lot mm. here in New Zealand again. And then, of course, the opportunities come up through uh, Walker Motorsport in Australia to go over and drive their R5. So, yeah, like obviously I grew up when I was a youngster, always watching, seeing Possum win the, all those Australian Rally Championships and 
all those close battles with Neil Bates. It was always that real Kiwi Aussie rivalry. And um, yeah. if we can bring back a little bit of that again, that'd be great. I think uh, under no illusion that you know the local um, guys and girls over there are very fast. So it's uh, it won't be straightforward for us, but. Looking forward to going over there and, and doing something a little bit different, a little bit new. Um, and then it'd be great to even bring some of the Aussies back here and, and uh, experience some of the New Zealand rallies as well. Yeah, most definitely. To get that Trans-Tasman thing happening both ways would be, be super cool. To get some of um, you know those cars and, and competitors at least over here would be great. Can we get your thoughts, if we can, um, on the Academy? Motorsport New Zealand have been releasing details about the, the 2021 Academy. We, we tend to think of it as young racers that might be aspiring to go circuit racing. Maybe they have uh, international single-seater ambitions and so on. But you've come through it from a, a rally perspective. It caters to more than that, Hayden, doesn't it? Yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, immense and uh, very pivotal for me to go through that academy back in, uh, I hate to say it, back in 2006, I think it was. So um, <laughs> that, that's a long time ago. But uh, yeah, like at that stage and very early in my career, it was, uh, it was hugely um it helped me a lot to learn all the different elements outside the car. And that's the biggest thing. It's, it's taking you away on, on a week long boot camp, if you like, and going through all the media, the nutrition, the training, the mental side of things, all things that when you're young and very early in your career that you don't give any consideration to, you know, you just want to go drive a car. And this really opens your eyes to it, the whole big world of, of motorsport and what you've actually got to do to be that complete package. And, um, and it's not just about that week. It's just, as I say, it's introducing you to all these new things that you'd never thought about before. And all of a sudden you go away with all these new ideas, all these things you've got to think about, the backup support the academy gives. And like I developed uh, tenfold uh, over the coming years because of that course, which has helped us get to where we are today. So to young competitors that have a, you know, rallying at heart and as, as something that they want to do for their future, make sure you go and um, check that out either on the Facebook page or, or website and get involved if you, if you can. From your point of view, what are the rallying stocks like? And as you know, you've got some young members of your team there now. You and I aren't the type to wear caps backwards. <laughs> but, but, I mean, are you keeping an eye on, on future stars in New Zealand rallying? And perhaps, you know, does that, that mentor side appeal? Yeah, definitely. I've always enjoyed helping people out and do a bit from time to time where I can. Um, and there's a, a, probably two or three young drivers that I'm, I'm sort of helping out quietly in the background at the moment. Um, won't go into too many details here right now because yeah. it's not fair. But uh, yeah, there is some really good young talent in New Zealand at the moment. Um, still, the, the problem that there is with the rally side of things is there's still a massive gap between New Zealand Rally Championship and effectively the next step is junior world championship and that gap to go from new zealand to europe uh, both financially logistically experience event wise everything is still very big so it's a matter of just trying to get the young guys here in new zealand to a level that when an opportunity comes such as a scholarship um fia have got a new young rally driver um rising star scholarship that's coming out next year which will hopefully run for several years um trying to get kiwis at the right level that when those opportunities come they can jump at it um take make the most of it and then hopefully have that lead into other things. So yeah, lots of good young drivers at the round at the moment, but um, we just have to keep uh, being patient and wait for these uh, for these other things to come along. We would love to see uh, someone get that opportunity in the, the years ahead. Mate, congratulations. It's uh, a mixed year in, in many ways with the, the lack of competition, but the success at City of Auckland Rally, the drama I know at, at Jack's Riz, but you were looking so mighty fast. And we're, we're super excited, Hayden, about this, this whole uh, new venture that you're doing and we we wish you well uh, when you go compete in Australia next year too. Awesome. Hey, thanks so much.
There he is, Hayden Patton. We wish he and the team uh, a safe and merry Christmas there. And they've uh, they've been putting in the, the long hours, that's for sure, at, uh, at Cromwell. But it is paying dividends. That wraps up another episode of Catching Up with Kiwis here on the Motorsport New Zealand Facebook page. Don't forget, for all the latest news in relation to events, not just circuit racing, rallying and a whole lot more, go to the website, motorsport.org.nz. Bye for now.